Previously on Muppet Hub Podcast. Hey, it's you. You must be the landlord, Anthony, right? I will take over the Muppet mindset and then be hired by the Walt Disney Company, from which I will take over the world. Tamanella, welcome to the Muppet Cast. Well, I'm taking up a job as the ghost of Christmas specials past. You know, I'm suddenly really kind of bothered by the fact that there are no windows or no doors. Yeah, I wonder how you're going to deal with that, JD. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure what the way out from here is. Anthony, do you, do you Anthony? Huh. Is he I there? Where he went? Oh. And now, on with the show. So, Mr. Hansel, how are you enjoying your stay in my palace of unpleasantries? I'll never tell you, you dastard... Uh, wait, were you just asking how I was doing? Yes, it was nothing that called for your dramatism. Okay, yeah, I, I overreacted there. Um, I'm a little hungry. I find these ropes around my arms a bit tight, and I really wish you'd let me go so I can record this podcast with Steve and Jared in a couple minutes. Oh, I'm afraid you're not going to be a part of this episode. I'll be taking your place this time, and then I'll be one step closer to world domination! You'll never get away with it, fella! Once I tell Steve and Jared about your plan, you'll be back to square one, buddy! But how are you going to do that when you can't talk? What do you mean? I can talk. I talk better than anybody I know. Oh, well, can you say, see the beetle sitting on a stone? Sure, see the beetle sitting on a stone. But can you say, see the little simple nimble thimble beetle's daughters doing curtsies like they otter as they sit and hit and spit and spat and flit and flatten flowers on a pitted spotted stone? See the little simple nimble thimble beetle's daughters doing dirty thirties like th- th- all bland I moo it. Crowley hap. Cayenne rock tight many or True mick ye. Yes, I did trick you, but you'll have a hard time explaining that to anyone. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm expecting a phone call. Hello? Um, hi? Who's this? Who, me? I'm J.D.'s friend. Uh, uh, uh Mr. Uh, Anthony... A guy, buddy, fella. Yeah, and I'm here to take JD's place today since he's not feeling well. Lone dissin' to Gim Highs. It's Paul Artivan Plevelan. Uh, JD, what's up with your voice, mate? I can't understand you at all. Yeah, did someone do this to you? Fanthony Ella! Fanthony Ella! Uh, no, no, I, I, I don't know what the hell you're saying. Yeah, I, I can't make it out either. Um,. Hmm, gee, I guess we're going to have to do the show without you. Oh, somebody pinch me. Well, since we can't understand JD, I might as well put him on mute. Jan Dust, ow. There, that's better. Huh. You know, I'm actually looking forward to this, being in the host chair again. If only because I get to say my favorite line again. Which is? Cue the music! Welcome to Muppet Fans Talking. Join us as Jim Henson fans from around the globe come together with commentary on the news and productions of the Jim Henson Company, Sesame Workshop, Muppet Studio, and beyond. Now, here's your host, or at least he's one of them, Steve Swanson.
That's right. Hello once again, everyone. Welcome back to Muppet Fans Talking, the podcast where Muppet fans talk about what Muppet fans talk about when Muppet fans talk about Muppets. I'm your host, Steve Swanson, and joining me all the way from Australia... It's me. It's Jared Fairclough from MuppetMindset.com. And from a stormy castle somewhere in the middle of I'm not sure where... Hi. I'm... Buddy. No. Fella? I, I, I'm i happy to be here, Steve. Hi. Uh, how you doing there, fella? Nice to have you here. Uh, JD sent this fella along to join us on this show this week, which, uh, by the way, we've been doing this show for a little while now, and we sure have a lot of fun doing it. If you enjoy what you're hearing here on the MuppetHub.com podcast productions, why not leave us a review in iTunes? In fact, it's a great way to help the show. And if you do... We're going to enter you in our new contest to win our new award. That's right. You will be automatically entered to win the Joan Gans Cooney Award, an award for people who have led incredibly impressive lives, but who then met someone even more impressive, and we only care about what that guy did. So make sure to leave us a review this week. Uh, This week, I guess, on the show, we're going to be doing some Thanksgiving stuff, since it's our Thanksgiving show, maybe. Do they have Thanksgiving in Australia? No, no, we have uh, we have just shame and regret every day. Do they have beer in Australia? Oh, tons. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Hey, I'm going to be there in a little while, so uh, we'll have to have some there. All right. How about uh, how about this fella who's here? Hey, uh, hey, fella. Yes. Yeah. Hey, um, so I. I really don't know what's going on here. I just know that JD said that you were going to be on the show. He Well, he, he sent me an email, I guess. I haven't uh, talked to him in a little while. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, I guess? Gee, Steve, why don't we get right into the news? All right. Sounds great. Well, how about we start here? The sequel to Labyrinth has now finished a script, which means... There's apparently a sequel to Labyrinth that was being worked on. Um, okay, interesting. So let's uh, let's start there. Jared, thoughts about the sequel to Labyrinth? If there's a sequel to Labyrinth, does that mean I have to watch it? Um, well, first it means you have to watch the first Labyrinth, and then, yes, you're going to have to watch the sequel to Labyrinth. All but right. wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> okay, just a, just a second. Um it actually doesn't mean that you're going to have to watch the sequel to Labyrinth because it, I haven't read a thing about this story, but I have an inkling that it's probably being done by the Henson Company, which means it's never going to be in theaters. So we don't really have to worry about this. In our next non-news story, I suppose, um, how about the a Spanish theme park reveals a creepy robot big bird for a dark ride? What is going on in the world? That thing made me uncomfortable to look at. I'm I'm pulling it up on my iPad right now. This is my first reaction of this. I have not seen it. You haven't seen it. Oh, no. mate, you're in for a surprise. Um, flipping. You're in for okay, a real this is a normal. Treat. This is a normal picture of Big Bird right here. You have to skip. Does it talk? To... Does it talk? Yes, it does. You have to skip to about two something. Okay, here we go. Um, the curtain's opening. This is really scary. And now it's time for the big reveal. Let's here. see what's behind the curtain. Hey! Oh, 
Holy crap. <laughs> Welcome to your nightmare. It's like Big Bird came to Chuck E. Cheese. That's it. And just think, you guys did the Halloween show already, and you didn't have this. Oh, man, that's not good at all. What? How, who let this happen? It just, I think it's because it lacks the, it's the same as when you see the um, animatronic characters on the actual show. Like the robotic ones, when you have to have like a full body Elmo or something like that, that they can't green yeah. screen. They never this look is, right. They it, always it have doesn't that real, move right. They always have that real mechanical mouth. Um, they have no flow to them. Like, you see some of the... Like, I know you live right near Disneyland. You look at something like Ursula on the... Um, oh, God. Yeah. On the yeah Little Mermaid ride in California Adventure. That thing looks like a person's inside. It just perfectly it flows and moves. Yes. Really fluidly. This you moves look at- like... This, this, this moves like an early version of... An animatronic from Pirates of the Caribbean, which is a ride that JD's afraid to ride, by the way. It looks like a, an early version of the animatronic from Pirates of the Caribbean. And then Walt saw it and said, that looks terrible. We can do so much better. And that was 1953. Yeah. This looks worse than that. I almost expected that thing to stand up and give me a really boring speech, like in Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. Oh, wouldn't that be funny? Great Moments with Big Bird. Hmm. What would that be? That's a new bit we have to write. Okay, uh, so we both agreed that that's scary and creepy and is a thing that shouldn't exist but does exist. And now well, we least, can't unsee it. As I wrote on the uh, on the website, at least the robot apocalypse is kind of adorable. Yeah, that's true. That's a good like point. Big that's, Bird came yeah. at you. Yeah, if robot Big Bird came at you during the robot apocalypse, you'd kind of want to hug him. You, I mean, you would die. But you'd be kind of happy dying, right? But I'd love to see what the uh, what the inside looks like. Like, you take the feathers and everything off. I'd Are love to see crazy? the mechanics. It would be terrifying. And now Are I really want to see it. Are you crazy? No, no, thank you. I'm already horrified enough just at the, at the outside. Never mind what's on the inside. It's definitely not what they say. It's on the, all beauties on the inside. Not in this case. No, sir. No, siree. You'd think they um, would just paid Matt Vogel to uh, fly over to Spain, you know, just every right? other week. Every yeah. other week. And, uh, have... I mean, that guy's not doing enough. No, yet. it's not no. exactly right. No, it's... Um, all right. In news that's going to make all of us happy, though. This is really, really cool. Uh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas and the Bells of Fraggle Rock are coming to a movie theater near you December 10th and December 16th. Not anywhere in between those two dates, only on those two dates. So everyone fire up your Fandango app and get your tickets now, because I have a feeling that in a lot of markets, this is going to sell very, very well. Do you know Emmett Otter I only saw for the first time last year? You know, I knew I never liked you. What are you talking about? I never, I just never got around to watching it. And then it was only at the, uh, at the prodding of uh, young Mr. Joe Henez from Tough Bigs, I finally sat down to watch it. How many and years have you run the Muppet Mindset and you hadn't seen Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas? Did you at least see the Kermit version? No, I've never seen anything. I've never seen a, a second of it. I knew the rhythm oh bottom gosh. gang or whatever they're called, but that's about the, it. Or whatever they're called? Yeah, you know, does, wow. do they matter? Wow, that's so sad. Well, it's fantastic. I've seen it now. Now I love it. Well, you know, Jared... I didn't see it until last year either, and I also loved it once I saw it. Oh, well, that's nice. 
Oh, I like you. Anyway. We're like two peas in a pod, aren't we? We are. We are. Well, aren't you two uh, just becoming best friends over there? Uh, all right. Well, speaking of uh, Matt Vogel not doing enough, Below the Frame returns for season feels like seven, I'm going to say, on Facebook. Three. three. Season three on Facebook. And uh, yes. things seem to be going really well with that show. Yes, but they're only doing uh, certain episodes now. They're not doing it every week like they did originally. I didn't think they were going to be able to keep that up for very long. That's very demanding for all those performers being performers on Sesame Street and doing this bonus show where there was a lot of organization and some like there was a lot of planned stuff. It wasn't just people passing around their phones and going, hey, guys, how's it going? Like, this is a cool little show that a lot of people don't know about unless you're listening here. Or maybe the Muppet mindset with your best friend, Fella. I love you, Fella. And I love you too, Jared. I'm so glad that's on tape. And I guess a part of that, uh, or sort of hand in hand with that, um, we are still officially in celebration mode, celebrating the life and career of the still very much alive, I should say, uh, Carol Spinney, uh, now former performer of Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch, but probably still occasional performer whenever he uh, decides he wants to come back and do some of the voice performance while uh, Matt Vogel is doing the puppet of Big Bird or Eric is doing the puppet of Oscar the Grouch. Pretty cool videos coming from Carol's retirement party, right? Right. Uh, I, I love the little sketch with uh, Matt and Eric as their Grouchy-teers and bird tears Yes. Yeah. I want a bird outfit. Who do I have to talk to to get a bird outfit? Joe Hennis. That's who you have to talk to. I already spoke to him today. <laughs> well, if he can't do it, no one can. Uh, speaking of, uh, well, first of all, speaking of Muppet News, how obvious is it that I haven't done the Muppet News in a long, long time? But uh, also in Sesame News and kind of keeping with this, I hear that we have, do we have an interview coming up this episode? Is that what's happening next? We do. Uh, joining us now is big bird and uh, i guess we're just gonna pick up on skype i, I think he's here H- hello hello oh hi welcome to sesame street oh my gosh it's hi big bird yes i am wow hi big bird how you doing this is so great to have you here i feel great i'm having I- a beautiful day you Flying sound like you're with doing the great. Butterflies up in the sky. Wee! Wow! It's this is. I mean, this is authentically Big Bird here. Wow! How J- Jared? It's Big Bird. Oh, uh, hi, Big Bird. Yes, I am. Wow! Well, Big Bird, this is such an honor to have you here. Um, I, I know Christmas and the holidays are coming up. This is a big time for Sesame Street. Uh, are you planning on being in the uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade again this year? Oh, yes. I love all the floats and their pretty colors and Santa Claus at the end. I'm in a parade right now. It's amazing. Wow. All right. Well, it it sounds like uh, you're having a pretty good day here. Hey, so let me ask you, Big Bird. Um, Jared, I hope you don't mind here. So, M- Big Bird. Um, Sorry, you, can I what? can I interrupt? Um, yeah, I, I guess. Sure. It's uh, Big Bird. Hey, hi, Big Bird. Um, it's, it's Jared Faircloth over here. Yeah. Hi, Big Bird. I'm going to just ask you a quick question if I can. 
All right, sure. Have you taken something today? Maybe a uh, maybe a pill or or maybe some sort of smoke that you've inhaled? That's a good that's actually a good point. Oh, I get it. You're asking if I'm stoned. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes, I didn't want to I didn't want to say the words, but it just like I recognize this. I've been on the street for a long time. Just be freaking blunt with me, Jared. <laughs> Pun intended. Don't you guys know? I've always been high. Didn't you see Journey to Ernie? Oh, yeah, I, mean, that, I guess that... That makes sense, doesn't it? Kind of makes sense, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, well, so... anyway, back to my first point. La, la, la. Okay, all right. Hey, Big Bird. Steve, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with any of this. So this, I'm gonna let this is getting a little out of hand. Yeah. Hey, hi, hi, Big Bird. Yes, I am. So, um, at this point, I think we're just gonna say thank you so much for coming by. Um, glad you can make it down out of the clouds in the universe there to to come down to Earth and and talk with us for a little bit. Um, I think we've got the rest of the show to get to, so we'll see you in the parade on Thursday and maybe the next day and maybe the one after that too. Who knows? But uh, for now, we're just going to say thanks again and we'll see you soon, Big Bird. All right. Thank you very much, Mr. Scuba Diver. All right. Bye, Big Bird. No, I'm not. And there we go. I guess uh, an interview with, with Big Bird. That, so, was, that was an experience. That was uh, something there, wasn't it? Well, I think at this point, let's. Uh, th- this feels like a good place to take a break. So, folks, yeah. we'll be right back after this. Hi, my name's Daryl. Daryl Dudd from an undisclosed location in Alabama. Or at least it was undisclosed until Google Maps took a video of us and gave it to the Chinese. Anyway, I'm here to talk to you about something very important to your business, branding. Imagine you're the CEO of a large company, or if you're a woman, imagine you run a modest sewing shop. Wouldn't you like a way for everyone at your company to be instantly recognizable as your employees? Well, now there is a way. It's called Dudd & Sons Branding Iron Warehouse, the home of all your branding iron needs. What better way to show your customers that your employees respect your authority than to burn your name into their skin for them to wear forever? It's just like a tattoo, except it's not an offense to God. Our fire-heated branding irons come in all shapes and sizes so they can meet all your branding needs, including round irons, square irons, short irons, long irons, irons you can fire from a shotgun just to skip a step when you're hunting, and of course the classic pointed tip iron for hazing. These irons may be used for a variety of purposes, and one of my personal favorites is child rearing. Some might say it's child abuse to send your three-year-old's buttocks, but you and I both know there's no such thing as child abuse. Just ask my son, Jacob. (laughs) Dudden Sons Branding Iron Warehouse. We're an already established branding establishment. Brand. You know, mate, I love running the site sometimes, but it's just so difficult to do it on my own. Fella, you're like the only one who understands me. Well, you know, I'd be happy to help you run the mindset if you'd like. Oh, oh, thank God. I've been waiting to hear words like that for years. Um, yeah, right, let's get you sworn in and you'll be all set to be my partner. Uh, sworn in? 
Yeah, sworn in. Like, you know, uh, to the union of Muppet fansite leaders. Oh, naturally. Okay, now place your hand on this copy of Brian J. Jones's Jim Henson the Biography and repeat after me. I solemnly swear... I solemnly swear... To quote Muppet specials all the time... To quote Muppet specials all the time... To buy too much Muppet merchandise... To buy too much Muppet merchandise... To stroke Matt Vogel's beard whenever I see it... To stroke Matt Vogel's beard whenever I see it... To love and forgive everybody... To love and forgive everybody... To pick a peck of peppers... Pick a peck of peppers... Tweedle-diddle-dee... Tweedle-diddle-dee... With a hey nanny nanny and a ha cha cha. With a hey nanny nanny and a ha cha cha. So help me God. So help me God. All right, welcome to the mindset. You're on your way to great things, fella. Oh, more than you could ever know. Oh, that didn't sound ominous at all. Uh, so, hey, Jared, I was thinking, since we don't have JD here, we should really take advantage of this opportunity to say and do things that JD would never let us do. Oh, oh, can we swear? Uh, d- to be fair, yes, please, go ahead. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Oh, but you know, let's be honest. I mean, I do that stuff anyway. The whole reason I come on this stupid podcast is to spot JD anyway. Well, yeah, that makes two of us. Anyways, in, in fact, in the interest of spiting JD, I have an idea. What would you say, Jared, if we just fire up on the old JD Hansel YouTube channel, his most recent edition, his video essay? Of uh, what, whatever the hell it's called. What's it called here? Oh, to solve the labyrinth. All right, let's. Uh, are, are you with me here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't hear any objections to this idea. No, I'm, I'm no, guessing. Let's do it. I, I take your silence as a yes. So let's um, let's go ahead and uh, uh-huh. hit hit the play button here, and we'll just. Uh... Pan's lab. Okay, I've officially seen enough of this. Um, wow, that was really. How would you even? Let me okay. let me say let me let me say one thing. All right. Okay. What? What? The very first time I ever watched Labyrinth, I thought to myself, "Wow, I wonder if there's anything more boring than this film." Now I know there is. Right. Yes. Yes. I, I think that's that's true. In, in all honesty, folks, we we just hit the pause button and watched the entire thing, and and maybe you should too, because you'll you'll kind of be able to follow along with what we're saying here. Um, I mean, okay, I I get it. This film, as, as told by Professor Hansel here, is a response to the Dark Crystal. And it's all about growing up. And it's somehow a commentary on Donald Trump, because everything is these days, even movies that were made decades before he was ever president. Fine, I get that. But there was no need for all the negativity he had around this movie. He's just a negative person in general. And there were- And there was no call for all the gratuitous profanity and side boob shots. It's like half the thing thing was a documentary about late night Cinemax in the 90s for crying out loud. Yeah, but that was was the only thing this thing had going for it. Well, I mean, I I don't know about you, but speaking of shots, it's, it's like he was getting drunker and drunker the more he talked. Or wait, maybe that was me. Ah, ah. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. I can't believe... Folks, it looks like we're about to have our second interview uh, in one podcast. I'm just going to pick this up. Jared, uh, get ready, buddy. Here we go. Hello? Oh, hi! Oh, no. Elmo is so happy to hear you! Elmo! Um, 
Wow, it sounds like you're having a heck of an evening. How you doing there, little buddy? Well, Elmo just heard from Big Bird that you guys had so much fun. And you know, and you know Elmo really loves you guys. Oh, you're so great, Elmo. No, Elmo no, Elmo he's terrible. Elmo loves everybody, but Elmo especially loves you guys. Not Judy Hansel. Nobody likes him, but no, Elmo no, no, loves no, no, the no. two Man, Elmo. What are you guys talking about? Uh, So, I don't know if if you've ever seen uh, this movie that we're talking about right now, Elmo. It involves, well, it's got this one part where it's got these furry little, okay, now stay with me here. These furry little red characters. Uh And and they're kind of cute. They're fuzzy and they've got little beaks and they sing a song. Uh All right. And then they pull their heads off. And they throw them back and forth to each other like they're footballs, and they kick them around like soccer balls, and they take their bodies apart. Doesn't that sound cute? Does that sound adorable, Elmo? I don't know. It sounds like an average day to me. Elmo does that all the time. <laughs> you've uh, you've been you you were, you were saying maybe you've been in pieces on the floor once or twice, Elmo. Mr. Swanson, Mr. Swanson, are, yes. are you talking about the movie Labyrinth? I I am, Elmo. Yes, that is exactly what we're talking about. Oh, Elmo was one of the writers on that film. Well, oh, yeah, that doesn't that surprise me. Yeah, I guess there well, were a lot of writers. Just remember there were a lot of writers on that movie, and everybody was trying to contribute. And at a, and at a certain point, Jim Henson just kind of gave up and threw the script over to the Muppets and said, Here, so... Okay. So That's if I can ask, Big so Bird and if I can, Elmo got together, yeah. and we just yeah, had great. it, um, baby. Okay, then if I can ask Elmo, what in that film did you specifically contribute? So, Elmo was really a big fan of the card piece. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Elmo was just cheering it on for it to get bigger and bigger. Yeah. Oh, we had so much fun. We were actually going to have, like... A quarter of the movie be just slowly zooming in on the card piece, all in one shot. Real sure. slow like, like an I, ad film. You I, know? Heard a, I heard a rumor, Elmo, that after filming, you actually stole the cod piece out of that pants and you keep it in your bottom drawer. Elmo cannot confirm nor deny any such rumors, so shut up. Hey, Elmo, how, how's Dorothy doing these days? She's still, uh, she's still swimming around? Yeah, well... Uh, she's still floating. I think that's close enough. <laughs> okay, that's close enough, right? Okay, okay. Hey, um, so any any uh, anything big coming up anytime soon on Sesame Street? Is this? Uh... Well, you know Zoe. I yeah. do know Zoe. Yeah, yeah. You remember that time when Zoe randomly shrunk for a couple of seasons? Yeah, that, I do. Was, that was a weird yeah. moment. Yeah. That wasn't Zoe. That was her sister who came in when Zoe was in rehab. So, <gasps> Elmo's not going to tell you anything more about what's going on on the street because that would be gossip and that would be rude. But let's just say, in a future season of Sesame Street, you might be getting used to the smaller Zoe again for All a right, while. Okay. Oh, All right, okay. All right, well, I, well that's not, now, not great to hear, but okay. So, I heard, Elmo, that... Um, well, Mr. Debbie's dating Ryan Gosling. What? Okay. What? I, I need to make That's a post crazy. on this now. Yes. Oh, oh, and did you hear about Ernie and Bert? 
No. What, no, what, what about Ernie wait, and Bert? What about Ernie and Bert? Nothing. They're just friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I, man, this is like forget about TMZ. This is like TMABC. This is this is crazy, Almo. Um, so we we kind of got off track. We're talking about the, this this '80s film Labyrinth, which apparently you had some involvement in. I don't. I kind of heard. I think maybe I did hear your voice somewhere in. Some of those characters, but never mind, I guess. Uh, so, you know, talking about the um, just if, if there's a, a message, if there's a lesson to, to kind of wrap this up, if there's something we can learn from Labyrinth, from Elmo's perspective, having been a contributor on the movie um, and given your current state of mind, this I'm sure is going to be great, folks. Um, what would you say is a big takeaway from Labyrinth? Babysitting is terrible. Don't do it. In fact... Don't have babies. Just don't have babies. It's really that simple. Is the that... message of Labyrinth is, all of this crap could have been avoided if nobody had any babies. The babies are the problem. Do you know how many years Elmo had to do those stupid segments with Elmo asks a baby? They never <laughs> gave Elmo any worthwhile feedback. Elmo still doesn't know what those were good for. Apparently, those were supposed to be part of the curriculum that Sesame Workshop gave us. Steve, Elmo has Steve, no we idea. need to cut him off now. All right, no, I've, I've had no this happen before. We need to cut him off. Last time, last time he did this, okay. I ended up passing out from cocaine. Let's not have this come happen again. It was not okay. cocaine. It was candy. I guess, Jared, I, I, that actually sounds like a good idea. Hey, Elmo, um, yeah. I guess we're gonna have to go. So, no, um, no. Elmo's not thank done. You. Uh, thank you no, very much. No, it's been great. We'll, I'm we'll, telling you now, cut him off. Okay. Now, go, 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 go. Okay, there we go. He's the worst. He's, no, you he know, calls I'm, me at 4 a.m. and just blurts out stuff, and I've had a gut full of him. No, he, he definitely needs to uh, to go to a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 step program. Uh, that much is certain. So, in any case, folks, um, I think that concludes our dubious review of J.D. Hansel's video essay, which you really should go out to his YouTube channel and watch. It's called To Solve the Labyrinth. It's very well put together. He put a lot of time and care and effort into that, and uh, and you're going to love it. Um, all right, well, I, I guess, um, you know, Jared, this is kind of weird. Um, us doing, well, J.D.'s show without J.D. here, um, I would say that it's it's weird because he's not here to sort of tell us what happens next or provide us with one of his far too detailed scripts to act like we're reading off of or something. But honestly, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what I'm missing about him, but uh, I, I, I kind of do miss the little guy. Yeah, I kind of miss him too. Yeah, I mean, hey, wait a minute. What? What? Jared Fairclough, you miss JD. Jared misses no, JD no. Hansel. Ah! No, no, let's not. Let's. Okay, oh, I'm no. so. There are so many things I'm glad we got on no. tape, and that is definitely one of them. No, no, no. All right, no, no, no. I make. I, I miss making fun of him and his weird little puberty uh-huh. beard and his face right. and his uh-huh. personality. Yeah, I miss him so much. <laughs> hey, hey. I heard what? that. It is on what? the record. Let it be shown that uh, Jared enjoys hey. some quality of my personality, even if it is everything that he hates about me. If he enjoys hating me, I will take that. I will JD. count it. Uh, 
Where have you Holy been? Holy crap! Man, where have you been this whole time? I've been trapped here, strapped to my chair, and somehow I seem to have suddenly been freed. Hey, wait a minute. I can talk again. You can talk. Gosh, this is crazy. You think you know a guy, and then it turns out he holds you prisoner and gags you. Whoa. He's gone. Who's gone? Anthony Fella. He, he's just vanished into thin air. Oh, I like that guy. Okay, this is too weird. I mean, I'm not the type of person to believe in magical, impossible things like divine intervention, magic spells, snuffleupaguses, Oscar being orange, Deb Spinney, but darn it, I think I've just been saved by a force that can only be described as supernatural. Yes, that's right, puberty beard. It was witchcraft. Oh my gosh, it's... <laughs> It's the witchiest witch of them all <laughs> It's my favorite moment of all time, Tim <laughs> Yes, Tim Grinderfall, master of the dark arts, queen of villainy, the ghost of Christmas specials past, one-time guest host of Hollywood Squares, and I'm creepy, too. Oh, your royal wickedness. You just saved me from the clutches of that dastardly fiend. I'm eternally in your debt. Oh, it was nothing. I just flicked my wand and banished him to the underworld. To the underworld? Isn't that a little extreme? Yeah, he was a nice fella. He was great. Jared, he was an evil mastermind bent on taking over the world. Yeah, aren't we all? Listen, fellas, I did you a solid by bringing back JD so the podcast could keep going. But don't misunderstand me. I don't do any favors. My help comes at a price. Oh, no, you're not going to force us to watch some old Muppet Christmas special and realize that it's not as good as we remembered, are you? On the contrary, I have a far more immersive experience in mind. <laughs> and with that, let's end this show with a bang. Alakazam! With a hey nani nani and a ha cha cha. So help me God. So help me God. All right, welcome You're to the right, mind. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I'm sorry. When Go I ahead. thought of that the other day, I was like, oh my gosh, how have I not done this bit already? <laughs> All right. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Do we need to give you a few more seconds? Steve? Nope, nope, I'm fine. I'm okay. All right. I just, I'd like well, to think uh, that that is how everyone who runs them up at fan site was sworn in. Like yes, we all went through yeah. that same exact process. That's pretty much it. That's uh-huh. why I went and stayed used, with uh, Ryan. It Dozier just used to be Brian ago. Henson instead of Matt Vogel, but that's that's the only difference. I like it as Matt Vogel's beard. There's something no, I know, but very but, nice. But before and Matt Vogel was around, we oh. used to have to say Brian Henson. You see. That's true. Yes, but yeah. that was ages ago. That was like oh, when God, that was yeah. when Danny Horn first established this oath. Oh yeah, yeah. So if I can ask then, Elmo, what in that film did you specifically contribute? So, first of all, most of our contributions were cut because they were uncomfortable with Jennifer Connelly doing nude scenes. But there are still <laughs> some really. <laughs> 
That's what awful. kind of an answer were you expecting in a drunk Elmer <laughs> pit, Jared? I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say something about like uh, you know the who we're piece. talking to right now, Jared. Come on! I thought you were gonna say something about the cod piece. That hey, would have been obvious. Oh, so, but sure, I'll, I'll do. I'll do that. I'll do that. Let's back up. Okay. Okay. Because I'm gonna ask the question again. I'm in a parade right now. It's amazing. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh, all right, this I'm gonna say horrifying. it again. I'm gonna say it again. This is the dumbest thing we've ever done. <laughs> I, I we've feel said like that we so say that times. three times a show. We, we do. Really do. We yes, do. we do. And yet we keep making oh. it dumber, and we keep enjoying it more. Okay, so so he just said I'm in a parade right now. Um, 